Blog Talk Radio. The potential for greatness lives with each of us. I dare. Thanks for joining us at I Dare Outdoors on Blog Talk Radio. Heard worldwide to over one million listeners with your lovely host, Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare, author of the Audacity of Veracity I Dare series at www.nikkidarebooks.com. Columnist of Women in the Field on California's Outdoors Fishing and Hunting since 1953, Western Outdoor News. I Dare was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. I Dare, the acronym for Integrity, Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment and is the hallmark of Nikki Dare's life. Derived from learning to evolve through difficulties, without obstacles, we never would know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation of triumphing over adversity. Nikki's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose and live your life best by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. It's our personal empowerment and unlocking your personal potential. But most of all, it's about living a lifestyle in adventures in the outdoors, a way of life. And now, here's your lovely host, Nikki Dare. Tsunamis, pronounced tsunamis, also known as seismic sea waves, mistakenly called tidal waves sometimes, are a series of enormous waves created by an underwater disturbance. That caused by um, you know earthquake, landslide, volcanic eruptions, or often meteorite. A tsunami can move hundreds of miles per hour in the open ocean and smash into land with surge with waves as high as 100 feet or more. Hi everybody, my name is Nikki Dare. Glad you all can be here to join me. As many of you know me, I am just so very passionate to this subject. This is an idea outdoors, a radio. Uh, it is important to educate the public, um, very essential, knowing what to do, how to prepare yourself. To better prepare yourself is essential, it's important. That is the first step of keeping yourself safe while reducing the risk and impacts of these natural disasters. Um, as you already know, it is not a matter of if, is, it is more like an, a when. Mother Nature will strike before even you, we know it. Thank you for joining me again on this particular topic related of disaster and emergency preparedness. How prepared are you when natural disaster strikes? In conjunction to tsunami preparedness awareness, in California week, it is March uh, 20th uh, until 26th this week. We are here to collaborate with emergency agencies such as, uh, namely FEMA, to provide you all specifically coastal communities uh, here in coastline in California, Southern California, Northern California, also shouting out for East Coast, East Coaster I should say, residential, people who live around the coastal communities, businesses, schools, families, children, everybody to basically be aware, and this is a pre be prepared, uh, this is a, an awareness week, to know your zone, quote, unquote, to know your zone, walk out, 
don't be wiped out, basically. Uh, that is the topic, that is the, uh, the theme, I should say. Uh, get prepared for tsunamis, how to know when tsunami is on its way and how to respond rather quickly, how to respond rather safely, how to respond in a smart way. Our goal is to promote disaster risk reduction and uh, build resilient communities, homes and businesses. And that is the pledge that we have here. Communities that become stronger and smarter by planning appropriately, responsively, and responsibly, and practicing what to do, simulate it, um, do a drill, you know, tsunami drill, evacuation uh, drill accordingly with your loved ones as a family unit or even schools, you know, with the children. Uh, long and behold, you know, it happens during the daytime when schools at, uh, when children are at schools. And practicing what to do to survive and recover fast, faster from this type of events. Um, on the side note, here in California, 100, there are um, 130 coastal communities, harbors, and marinas. I should say that um, this is all depicted uh, information that I depicted from um, credible sources such as FEMA and also our, uh, our uh, USGS, Geological Survey. California has been preparing for this for decades to deal with major earthquakes, but tsunamis have been so under scrutinized hazard for many, many years, you guys. And it is. It, it's been underlooked. It's been um, underestimated, you know, by, by many of us here living in the coastal communities areas. Um, you know, so, so to speak, also for inland People who live in inland also have to be aware of all of this. You know, you never know. You, it doesn't land. I mean, you know, it, it all affects to us. And these are just pertinent information that you all need to know that it is important for all of us. Knowledge is power, as you, you already know that. So tsunamis have been under scrutinized hazard for many years, particularly before the 2004 Sumatra tsunami. Um, that's in, if you all don't know where Sumatra is, it is an island. It's it's in Indonesia, where I, my ancestors are my, you know, where I was born actually. Tsunami and the 2011 Japan tsunami, uh, we all remember just very what five years ago, four or five years ago, had brought to a lot of attention our attention here, here in the United States. In fact, worldwide attention to the hazards. So what what is tsunami? Everybody just become tsunami suddenly becomes popular, famous, and you know, in social media and everything like that. The tsunami simulating a tabler similar to devastating 1964, if you all recall that, if you already born that year, uh, not me, but yeah, that's the, uh, the earthquake off the Alaska coastline. Um, that caused major flood, flooding all around Long Beach, parts of the Orange County, and forced 750,000 people to evacuate. If you recall, I wasn't around here in, on, on planet Earth, but yeah, <laughs> um, no, I wasn't born then. But yeah, if you all recall, 64 uh, Alaska quake off the Alaska coastline, you know, had effect all the way to uh, Northern California, Southern California, even in fact. Uh, California coastal areas just a few hours. This is according to the study. Again, I, uh, re you know, I, I provide this information not just because I, I make up things. It's because these are credible. You can all can Google it, and you can go to FEMA.gov. You can go to USGS. You can go to any um, emergency agencies. 
on a federal level. Uh, these have been studies um, by our scientists and everything like that. While waste will be larger in Northern California, between 10 and 23 feet, uh, the damage could be greater in Southern California because the region has more coastal, um, a lot of coastal development and fewer coastal cliffs, you know, the Malibu and all, you name it. Tsunami waves of 3 to 10 feet could submerge blocks of Long Beach south of Ocean Boulevard. If you all live around here, um, you all know what I'm talking about. It is, um, you all can see the effect of that, including the aquarium and of the Pacific and the Long Beach Convention Center, as well as the Shoreline Village and Pike Shopping Centers. Those are the same size that waste could cause flooding around the affluent communities. All of those communities that we can see Newport Bay and Huntington Harbor as well. It makes you think, doesn't it? When when I start thinking, uh, when I start spilling out these uh, numbers, you know, 750 people affected to evacuate from Alaska, earthquake to Orange County, my goodness. And then, you know, we're talking about the Boulevard, Pacific, Long Beach Convention Center. And then you all start to think, this is just to give you all some perspective and how the intents of the tsunami or earthquake rather um, could damage alongside the coastline. All right. As a business owner, you must think of how to calculate this risk and then how much damage can you afford. Um, when we talk about natural disasters, you know, um, especially just in the recent re- weekend, last weekend, uh, yesterday, when we were talking to uh, folks in Marina del Rey and also in Ventura Harbor, uh, we did a little bit of awareness over there for a couple hours of each in the morning and the afternoon. Um, a lot of folks that came by to our booth um, table, um, you know, when asked, like, you know, what, 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 what do you do? Do you have any precaution, any measurement, safety measurements on this safety net and all of this for your business? And they all say, you know, well, um, they start thinking. That's their response to too long to think, um, meaning, no, they don't have it. They don't have anything. They think about it. They thought about it, but they just don't have everything in place yet. So it's a good thing um, that we create this awareness, that we provide, provide this information for um, all of us, including myself, um, you know, business owners to start thinking, start putting action together, um, you know, getting their emergency kits together. And that is the first step, you guys, um, you know, to put everything together. Um, emergency preparedness start with having your survival kit and emergency plan, evacuation map, evacuation plan. So this is important. So uh, the first thing they would tell me that, yeah, oh, I have insurance. Oh, yes, of course, I have insurance. I have insurance. Insurance will cover that. Uh, my response is that you must know how to think in self-reliant uh, mode, you know, self-sufficiency mode, not depending on these things. If you and your business can survive, what? How many days can you, can you, um, do you have? One day, two days, three days, a week, two weeks, one month recover? Think about it for a second. Depending on what your business is, right? Restaurant, construction, what is it, real, real estate? Are you a realtor? Um, are you a gym owner, a fitness? And the location of your business. How far are you from the tsunami uh, border, uh, tsunami zone? Uh, I'll get to, to that in a, little bit, a little bit later, you know, knowing your zone. I, all of these things, all of these variables, you must, you must ask yourself and find solutions on how to recover. I, I mentioned a little bit about safety net. What is your safety net when 
uh, even when, when, I, I'm going to use the word when from now on because it's, it's not if anymore, is when. When these things happen, occur, I mean strike, Mother Nature strikes in a very unpredictable way. Uh, we, we, we will know, um, you know, uh, scientists have been studying this for decades, as you already know, you know, the, the next three years they, they predict here in California, you know, the big San Andreas Fault is going to like blow up or some, something like that. I mean, I, I'm not trying to scare you all, but it's something that, you know, we, we all know in the back of our head, but we just being complacent. We just really don't give a shit, basically. I, you know, excuse my, my French, but it, it's true. Until it does happen to us, until it has happened to us, until we had experienced this before, um, then we start to think, she is right. Yeah, we need to be careful about this. We need to be more prepared and be smart about it. Okay, enough said of that. Look, where I came from, I came from, I've experienced tornadoes. I, I grew up in Texas since I was, what, four years old. I experienced hurricane. I experienced flood. I came from an island also. I have experienced all of these things. Tsunami, I thank God, you know, knock on wood, I've never experienced it before. But I've experienced earthquakes somewhat. Um, these things happen. These things happen. It, it is imminent, you know, um, it is real. The threat is real. And these are the things that I always tell my students also in my farms, for example, training um, on the range. And I say, these, these, these threats are real. It's how you prepare yourself mentally um, and also have a plan that is important using your situational awareness again that's another topic that i am so passionate about situational awareness you know do these things apply these things okay enough saying that um again all of these variables you know what business that you're in and the location um of your business you must ask yourself and find the solutions and you know how to recover rather quickly with such intense turnaround time to get back with not hurting your profit so much with the safety net that you have already um, calculated within that, that, that scenario, right? Okay, so we also offer this kind of workshop, you guys, Emergency Disaster Preparedness in Business and Community. So moving on, that's going to take a whole lot of day um, for a few hours actually talking about that. There's a lot of variables um, covered, covered in that topic. Okay, moving on. How prepared are you? It is a matter of when, not if, as you already know. Natural disasters such as fire, flood, earthquake, tsunami, storm. A lot of you have, you know, maybe um, uh, many of you are listening to, th to this podcast, to this radio um, broadcast, ha ha had been experiencing this kind of thing and say she is right. You know, we, we must uh, know how to prepare ourselves even more smart now. The world is changing. Now, you guys, often now we see terrorist attacks just today, uh, just, just recently. Uh, we, we, we saw, uh, you know, I don't want to go into details regarding this. I don't want to just overwhelm you all. But we, we see this other man-made, I'll call it man-made disasters, terrorist attacks. We cannot stop this. I'm taking a breather right now because it is just so overwhelming. We, we can't stop these things. These are out of our control. You know, the man-made disasters I'm talking about. But only that we can prevent and avoid and know what to do when disasters, this type of disasters, man-made disasters strike, when you least expected it, including natural disasters as well. 
Um, we already know this. Um, it is a mere fact, and it is a fact and factual statement that I that I'm making right now. In the past several years, until today, until tomorrow, probably the U.S. here, um, the world, not just the U.S., the world is changing. We are experiencing record number of disaster emergencies, or oh, what have you not, whether it is natural disasters or man-made threat, threats, attacks, and the trend continues to increase. Sorry to hurt this uh, bubbles, and it is it is true. It is a fact. So the world is changing, as we all know it. It become more violent, natural disasters. We have to be smart about this. We all need to change the way we think. Starting today, never too late. Our habits, our daily routines. I just ask you guys to be smart. Stay smart. Stay vigilant. Watch your six. In fact, add the watch your six. Not just watch your back, watch your six. Watch your 12. Watch your three. Watch your nine. Watch surrounds you. Use your situational awareness skills that I've already taught you all of this, all of this many, many years already. If you all listen to my podcast, if you haven't, please do. In my past broadcast, there's a lot of good printed information related to, to this uh, personal growth and you know survival-related uh, information. All right, moving on. Talking about tsunami, a little bit more about how and what is tsunami. From the area where the tsunami originates, um, waves travel outward in all directions. Once the wave approaches a shore, it builds in height, you know, like a surge. <laughs> the topography of the coastline, the ocean floor will influence the size of these waves. There may be more than one wave, and the succeeding one may be larger than the one before, so it kind of like ripple effect. That is why a small tsunami at one beach can be a giant wave a few miles away from that. All, some, all tsunamis, make a note on this, are potentially dangerous. Even though they, they may not be damaging every coastline they strike, but a tsunami can strike anywhere along most of the U.S. coastline. Um, I'm, I'm keeping it here at Homeland. I'm, I'm keeping it here at Home Front, which is the U.S. But, you know, uh, there are more information on the idealworld.com, uh, which is a nonprofit idealworld uh, you know, website that we are providing within the international information as well, meaning um, across the, um, you know, the triangle uh, fire of a uh, ring of fire uh, out there in Southeast Asia as well. Uh, I want to include all that information because it does affect us, you know, out there in the Philippines, out there in Sumatra, uh, which I will cover a little bit later here in this in this. Um, in this podcast, in this broadcast. The most destructive tsunamis have occurred along the coast of California, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, and Hawaii. That's important to know because um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, uh, you know, uh, it affects to us too. California, Oregon, Washington, Alaska, Hawaii, and East Coast obviously too, right? <clears throat> Earthquake-induced movement of the ocean floor must often generate tsunamis. If a major earthquake or, or landslide occurs close to a shore, the first wave in a series could reach the beach in a few minutes, just like a snap of a finger, like boom, there you go, it hits, even before a warning is issued. That is so intense, I'm telling you, and it is so important to know all of this information. Um, you know, all of this information are so free. They are just so free. It's handed out at every um, display that we have on-site, on-site um, workshops that I, I've already conducted and throughout the week this week. 
All right, so I've done this in Ventura and Marina del Rey and Santa Barbara, and, you know, you can download it for free from our website, adorworld.com. You can go to NikkiDare.com, and we will be happy to post that, that there, too, in my website, NikkiDare.com, and also adorworld.com. That is the nonprofit that we have. Areas are at greater, greater risk if they are less than 20 feet, 20 feet above sea level and within a mile of the shoreline. Drowning. Drowning is the most common cause of death associated with the tsunami. And that's important to know. Drowning, not knowing where to go. Um, it's going vertical. You need to go up higher ground. Like I said, walk out. Don't get wiped out. And that is the theme of tsunami. Remember that, okay? Drowning is the most common cause of death associated with the tsunami. You must get out of that. That, that wave, that surge, that area, just get out. Go vertical, go up, hop, up higher ground. Tsunami waves and the receding water are very destructive to structures in the run-up zone. Other hazards including flooding, contamination or of drinking water, and fires from gas lines or up to tanks. All right, here are some of the uh, recommendations. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. A great first step to include in your emergency plan is to look for information about emergency plans in places where you and your family spend time most during the day, work, daycare, or in school. If no plan exists, the following simple steps can help you begin developing your family emergency communication plan. I have all of this information, you guys, in my idealworld.com on our website. We are a nonprofit 501c3, so please you know, grab this information. It's all for free. And if, um, you know, you are available in our local areas um, for our next website, I'm sorry, workshop, please uh, join us. It's all for free. Um, you know, I don't know the schedule right on top of my head at this time, but we've done it before. We've, we've gone out there. We're in California, and then um, it is important um, out here in Southern California also. Uh, eventually, I will be, you know, traveling around, you know, time permits and funding permits. That's why it's important to donate as much as you can as, you know, uh, promote our efforts and our, um, you know, su support us in our programs, disaster emergency preparedness. All right. If no plan exists, the following simple steps can help you begin developing your family emergency communications plan. Identify an out-of-town contact. It is important. You know why? Because uh, here's why. Normally, power is out power outage and cell phone won't work it may be easier to make a long distance phone call than to call across town so well that's kind of like what i just said so however out of town contact may be in a better position to communicate among separate family members and that's important that was the point there be sure every member of your family knows the phone number and has a cell phone coins or coins is important a lot of us don't have co um, cell phone you know, maybe coins. Prepared phone card to call the emergency contact if you have a cell phone program that person is ICE, I-C-E, in case of emergency in your phone. If you are in an accident, emergency personnel will often check your ICE listing in case of emergency. Make sure you tell your family, friends, that you've listed them as emergency contacts. That's important, you know. You have a family member that you haven't told, like, who, who the heck is this calling me? Teach family members how to use text messaging, also known as SMS, which is short message services, text messaging. I think a lot of the uh, the millennials, uh, young kids now, your your children already know what that is, but not necessarily SMS. That is short message service, text messages. 
can often get around network disruptions when a phone call might not be able to get through. So that could be a good alternative way of communication. In addition to being aware of your risks, learn what to do to diverse emergency situation situations. Here are some few tips to remember. When an earthquake hits, a lot of you, including our children, know what to do regarding this, and a lot of us know already, but I'm just going to refresh this tips, information. Drop, cover, and hold on. I have a huge flyer on my website that you can download and post it and place it and download it and print it out and post it and place it in your, around your house to, to remind yourself and your children also um, post it and share it in your social media, please. Uh, that's all I can ask, you know, as a, as a nonprofit. Just post it and share it in your social media, and that's how you spread the awareness. And I, w- I would be um, thankful enough and grateful for for you in advance for you all to do that for me, for us. Drop to the ground. That's when an earthquake hits. Take cover by getting under a sturdy desk, table, or other piece of furniture. If there's none around to get under, get down near an interior wall and cover your head and neck with your arms and hands as if that in a position of fetal, uh, fetal, fetus, fetus, yeah, like a baby position, and hold on to the furniture or to your head and neck until the shaking stops. That's when an earthquake hits. Do that. All right. Pay attention to some of the tsunami warning signs, and here here are some of them: a strong earthquake, or one that lasts for 20 seconds or longer. The ocean withdraws or rises rapidly, fast. A loud roaring sound, like an airplane or a train coming from the ocean. I mean, you know, you you live in a coastal community, coastal areas, you will see that. You will hear it loudly. Tsunami warnings broadcast over television radio by beach lifeguards, community sirens, text messages alerts, National Weather Service Tsunami Warning Center website, and and NOAA Weather Radio All Hazards. Pay attention to all of these things. These are tsunami warning signs. Please pay attention. If you haven't, um, uh, what do you call that, download these things or, uh, you know, uh, getting alerts from this, this, this agencies, please do so now. It's never too late. Go to NOAA.gov, and, and you need to, you know, uh, what do you call that, uh, send your email for the alerts and text message you for the alerts, text alert you. That's the word that I was trying to get you. Um, yeah, do that today after you listen to this. All right. When a tsunami hits, keep calm. I know, I know. A lot of us don't, but this is what the tsunami preparedness simulation is all about, to simulate. The more you simulate your family, with your family members and your coworkers at, at your workplace, it's, it makes you more mentally ready, Ment- uh, uh, makes you all be more combat master, <laughs> combat mentally. You know, when these things hit, you're not as panicked and tunnel vision, those kind of things that I teach also on the range. So simulate this, you know, put scenarios within this. Make your, um, you know, emergency situation, what-if scenarios with your uh, family members, with your children, with your spouse, with your whoever that lives with you in your house, and your, even your pets, even your, 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 your um, animals, 
your cats, your dogs especially, they are living things and they know these things and they are become part of your emergency evacuation scenarios also. Remember that. A lot of us don't remember that. Your pets also include them in your evacuation, emergency situation scenarios when you do the simulation drills, you guys. Please. So keep calm. Your pets also have feelings and keep them calm as well. So the next thing when tsunami hits is immediately move to the local tsunami shelter using defined tsunami evacuation routes. I think alongside Santa Barbara, I see those things. Um, the, the Ventura, I saw that last weekend as well. There are tsunami zones. Um, you know, they, they will even tell you where the tsunami zone uh, would stop. Um, you know, after the Ventura Harbor, I think, uh, village, there is a sign right there in the cross section of right before the, uh, the exit like about, a, I'd say about not even a mile away from the exit of, um, you know, where the, the the main freeway is and everything like that. And you guys have to know that living in a coastal community. Where is your tsunami? Um, like the Malibu, the Hermosa, the Long Beach, um, you know, all of this, Palo Verdes and everything. San Diego, uh, along coastline, Santa Barbara also. You have to know your zone. If there are no evacuation rights define, defined, Move to a higher ground that is at least 100 feet in elevation, a mile inland, just like what I just said, or to the highest floor of a sturdy building and stay there. Just stay there. So, in other words, vertical, higher grounds. If you're already in a safe location, in a higher, in the highest ground that you can think of, stay there. Don't move. Move by foot when possible. Do not drive. Do not even think about getting on your on your car. Remember that drowning is the most common of death during tsunami, including when you're inside your car because of the flood surge. Uh, it is very intensively dangerous. So stay tuned. Oh, here we go. I do not drive. This keeps the roads unobstructed for emergency vehicles. That's another point too. Emergency vehicles, you know, all of these uh, first responders will come in come in place to help you to uh, to rescue, obviously. So you need to stay there so they will see you, they can see you. Um, stay tuned to NOAA weather radio or news broadcast for changes to tsunami alerts. Stay away from the coast and low-lying areas until local officials say it's safe to return. Coastlines in our west and eastern coastlines are very important too. So use this link. Um, I think I put the link already. Uh, for the East Coaster Tsunami Awareness um, under nwsweather.gov and go to the coastline, East Coast. Um, there is even a video that shows, um, you know, uh, showing, demonstrating what to do, how to do it, and everything like that. And it, that's applicable to everybody in the coastal who lives in the coastal community as well. So it is important, you guys, um, we... You know, I myself, uh, just as an individual, I, I, I take this very importantly just because I have been, um, I have experienced this sort of things like the, not tsunami, not so far tsunami, and I don't want to, to even think about this. I mean, you know, they're just huge in the, in the um, Southeast Asia uh, countries uh, alongside the Ring of Fire, also in the coastal around here too in the United States, as you already know. And we, we already learned from the the Japan you know 2011 and also Sumatra 2014 and way back in 1960 something 64 I think I believe um, in Alaska and that it affects us here in Southern California so again I mean you know for the next one the next thing happened prepare ourselves 
I think this is enough information for right now. I, I try not to overwhelm by providing too much to, to all of you. You all can just visit simply to my website, theidareworld.com. Again, that is www.idareworld.com. I dare world.com. I dare is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our mission is to promote a sustainable world in enhancing the dignity and improving quality and safety of lives of individuals, families, communities through education, leadership, advocacy, and self reliance programs. And I'm reciting this by heart. I'm just trying to memorize it because I, it's memorizing what my heart. If you are a CERT member, I want to give you all a shout-out. would like to join our team of volunteers to our next events. Please do let us, let us know. There is a join button um, in that website um, that you can go ahead and take you all in the sign-up sheet, sign-up form. Please do that. Nevertheless, you don't have to be a CERT to join our volunteer team. Um, you know, we welcome everybody. We don't discriminate anybody at all. Um, we are based on, since we are a registered nonprofit organization, we are organized, operated exclusively for charitable and education purposes. So we welcome anybody, everybody um, who are willing to help us out, uh, who can join us. Join our conversation on my personal social media, of course, Twitter and Instagram, NikkiDare.com, or just find me at NikkiDare, Twitter, NikkiDare, the NikkiDare, Instagram, NikkiDare, or uh, no, 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 no Facebook. People ask me, email me, it's like, give me a shout-out. It's like, no Facebook? Um, I'm, I do have a Facebook, but I'm hardly there. Um, I'm not active so much as my Instagram and Twitter. But do join us in Ideal World on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, Ideal World. And Pinterest also, you guys can donate there too. Okay, guys, got to go. Stay vigilant. Stay safe. Watch your six. Um, like I said earlier, add on to watch your three, 12, nine also. That is your surrounding. And apply your situational awareness as well, what I have taught you many, many years now for decades. All right. I am Nikki Dare, your host, signing off. God bless. Till then, see you next time. You've been listening to I Dare Outdoors with your host, Nikki Dare, the founder of I Dare, integrity of diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. She's an outdoor enthusiast, women's advocate, activist, CRT Community Emergency Response Team, FEMA, speaker, certified firearms instructor, RSO, and more. You can reach Nikki at radio at idareworld.com by phone 1-866-280-6888. Please visit her website, idareworld.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. Join us next time. Living in purpose and passion, Nikki Dare. Thanks for listening.